Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on what way, Thursday the 2nd of July. Um, hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall and the founder of New Zealand Sports Radio. And today on the news, we have two meter Peter steps aside. Um, the uh, Wellington Phoenix uh, um, schedule has been announced. Um, it looks like the All Blacks end of year tour uh, is off. Um, and we also have NZNBL updates as well. And let's jump straight into. Oh, sorry. This is your best way to start the day. Up to date with all the important sports news. Got to get the catchphrase in there, folks. Got to get the catchphrase in there. Hope you're all having a wonderful week. And let's start off with that football news um, over uh, in, well, it will be over in Australia. Um, the Phoenix uh, have had their uh, schedule announced. They are one of the teams that got one of the most games left to play. So they're going to have to play six games, six matches um, in 24 days. That's a very um, short turnarounds. They'll start on Friday, the 17th of July, um, against Sydney FC, who are currently top of the table um, before having a relatively long period, um, six days until they play their Perth Glory game. And then it gets a bit more hectic, three days to Adelaide United, another um, five days to Western Sydney. And then Wednesday, August the 5th is Brisbane Raw, and August the 9th is the Newcastle Jets before the final series start on August the 15th. Currently, the... Uh, Phoenix are looking at a top two finish um, and hence making it into those finals. They currently sit third on the ladder um, on um, uh, 36 points um, with uh, Melbourne City um, on 40 points, just four points ahead of them, but having played three games more. So City only got three more games of the season, whereas the Phoenix have got six. So if they get a good start, um, then it will uh, they, they could very well. Um, be uh, yeah, making that final series. They have been hampered by training. Um, they're coming out of their 14-day quarantine period of heading over to Australia, whereas the other teams have been training um, as a group. Uh, two players have had to be training on their own in their hotel rooms. And so lots of press ups um, and short shuttles, um, but they have been given an exercise bike as well to, uh, to try and keep fit over those 14 days. And the final one of those comes out tomorrow. Um, on, yes, Friday. 
I'll hand you over to Ashwin and we'll f find out what that two meter peak thing is all about. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to our viewers and listeners out there on the interweb. Yeah, two meter Peter. So that's two meter Peter stepping aside as Peter Fulton. He has relinquished his role as the Black Caps spatting coach and will return to coach Canterbury in the upcoming season. He will start in the head role as head coach with Canterbury Cricket on the on August the 1st, taking over from Brendan Donkers, whose contract expired at the end of last season. Fulton has a bit of work ahead of him. Canterbury hasn't won a title since he retired playing cricket for them. And last season, they finished fifth in the T20 and Plunkett Shield, which is the four-day format, but made it to the elimination final in the Ford Trophy, where they lost to Otago. That's the 50-over format. So as I said, he's got a bit of work there, but um, he has picked up Daryl Mitchell um, amongst his charges. So uh, he's uh, obviously trying to rebuild a bit of a squad there. Now moving along, after four years the IC as ICC chairman, Sashank Manhar has stepped down uh, from the role and Imran Kawaja, the deputy chairman, will be appointed as the interim chairman until Manhar's successor is found. Manhar rose to the ICC chairmanship in 2016 where he was elected unopposed and went on to claim a second term in 2018 in a similar fashion. Despite strong opposition from the BCCI, he has seen over, overseen changes to the ICC's governance structure and finance model. So he's actually got a bit achieved. Now, favourite to replace Manhar in the role as the ICC's chairman is Colin Graves, who stood down as the ECB chairman not too long ago. Now, actual, as we move closer to a bit of the cricket, and it's like in, uh, in England's inter-squad three-day match, James Bracey, as a new name to us, has starred with the bat as he scored 85 for a Josh Butler 11. Uncapped Dan Lawrence scored 58 and Joe Denley 48. James Anderson picked up two wickets. Josh Butler's on 24 and Sam Curran 15 are both the not-out batsmen at the end of day one and will continue on day two as the Josh Butler 11 made it through to 287 for five at Stumps. And with on field, with the actual on-field play starting to get closer with the Test Series between England and West Indies, join Rohit, Taran and myself on Swinging from the Hip right here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We will preview that first test, which starts next Wednesday, the 8th of July at the Aegeus Bowl. And join us with you, join us on the show for your thoughts on what will happen in that series through the comments and chat sections on the Facebook and YouTube. So make sure you join us for your cricketing fix, watching Swinging from the Hip right here on New Zealand Sport Radio tonight at 8pm. And that is our cricket news for today, Paul. Thank you very much, Ashwin. Uh, and uh, just going to go back over some football news as I uh, missed out New some football news. <laughs> um, Arsenal have beaten Norwich 4-0. Um, AFC Bournemouth are in trouble after losing 1-4 to Newcastle and Everton beats uh, Leicester City 2-1 um, over there in the English Premiership. And uh, I'm now going to hand you over to Stephen, who will take us through our birthdays. Good morning, Paul, and uh, welcome to everybody tuning into New Zealand Sports Radio. In uh, birthdays today... First player to score 10,000 runs in New Zealand first-class cricket. A Kiwi Rugby League international that had two stints at the Warriors and a well-travelled Rugby League professional. And that's where we start our birthdays this morning. 
Richard Swain, born this day, the 2nd of July, 1975, is a professional rugby league footballer who played in the 90s and 2000s. A New Zealand international representative hooker, he played at club football in Australia for the Hunter Mariners, Melbourne Storm, with whom he won the 1999 NRL Premiership and Brisbane Broncos, and in England for Hull FC. Staying with rugby league, Richard Ritchie Blackmore, born this day, the 2nd of July 1969, is a rugby league coach and a former professional footballer who represented the New Zealand Kiwis. His best position of preference was centre. Blackmore, as a professional rugby league player, had stints with Castleford between 91 and 1994, the Auckland Warriors in 95 and 1996, lead Rhinos from 98 to 2000, and finally a return stint at the Warriors in 2001. He also made 25 appearances for the New Zealand Kiwis between 1991 and 2000. Blackmore turned his hand to coaching after retiring with New Zealand Warriors. And finally, Michael William Pepps, born this day, the 2nd of July 1979, is a former New Zealand cricketer. In October 2016, he became the first player to score 10,000 runs in the Plunkett Shield. In 2017, he scored 316 not out for Wellington against Auckland in the 2017-2018 Plunkett Shield season. This was the highest individual score for Wellington in the Plunkett Shield. Paps also became the oldest New Zealand batsman to score a triple century in first-class cricket. Paps and Luke Woodcock made an opening partnership of 432 runs, the highest opening partnership and the highest partnership for any wicket in the first-class cricket in New Zealand. I'm pretty sure that both uh, Sanjay and Taryn will probably have a little bit to say in uh, swinging from the hip on the show later this evening. But that's it for birthdays today. I'll be back shortly with some rugby league Thank you very much, Stephen, for um, that update. Moving on to Rugby Union then. Um, and uh, Chile boy Rafael uh, has um, been banned for eight years for use of um, zir, um, Zirinol, which is uh, an um, anabolic agent. Uh, he was caught back in to, uh, January um, 2019. Uh, he's challenged, he challenged uh, the, uh, um, the ban, but... Uh, uh, it was upheld. This is his third um, positive test um, with two uh, happening overseas, um, one of which uh, was ruled a no-fault decision um, and he received a reprimand. So, uh, uh, yes, that uh, 33, you've got to say that pretty much brings an end to his career. Uh, and, yes, we do want to um, say that uh, you've got to, uh, all, all doping cheats uh, and need to be uh, um, punished because, look, it is bad for the health and bad for um, other athletes um, as well. Um, the All Blacks um, end of year tour looks like uh, uh, it's looking increasingly unlikely. Um, the Six Nations teams um, appear to are rumored to have uh, invited Fiji and Japan um, to play in a what would be then be an eight nations tournament. And there will be two pools of four um, playing three games on November the 14th, the 21st and the 28th. Um, with a final on December the 5th. So interesting to see um, how that 
uh, all pans out to say room all rumored um, at the moment uh, there obviously has there has been suggestions of an extended Bledisloe Cup um, series of up to four games um, as well uh, but that obviously would depend on a uh, trans Tasman bubble um, and with the uh, and with in, with uh, increased um, cases uh, in Melbourne in particular that could cause a uh, problem um, the and so I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen um, who will take us through our NRL update Good morning again, Paul, and welcome back, everybody. In league news this morning, we preview tonight's big clash between the Roosters and the Storm. But first, league great Ricky Stewart says the Warriors have been ruined by the influence of player agents. The Canberra Raiders coach, a former kangaroo, has implied that the controversial Sydney agent Isaac Moses, who runs Cove Agency, is at the heart of the Warriors' troubles. Stewart's tirade against players' managers has been fueled by the impending loss of his clever England forward, John Bateman, to another club. Bateman hired Moses as his new agent late last season, the Telegraph reported Stewart, as saying he didn't want the Raiders to be ruined like the Broncos or the Warriors after they released Bateman from the final year of his contract in 2021. The NRL needs to help clubs with how we have to deal with certain managers over the way they agitate clubs and manipulate communications and negotiations to suit them and suit themselves only, Stuart said. It's not always in the best interests of the player. The last thing we will do will be as a club where the Broncos or the Warriors, where they have been ruined by agitation and manipulation of roster until the league jumps in and starts helping the club with the rock that happens with manipulation of rosters. We have our hands tied behind our back. The Warriors and Broncos clash on Saturday night with both clubs near the foot of the table and in disarray. Moses, who had his NRL accreditation cancelled this month, represents some of the league's biggest names, including the Melbourne Storm legend Cameron Smith. And speaking of the Melbourne Storm, and tonight, look out for the first game of round eight this evening when the Melbourne Storm take on the Sydney Roosters at Suncorp Stadium at 9.50pm this evening. And just in, a bit of team news firstly. Riley Jacks comes into the halves in place of Cameron Munster, who has a knee injury. Josh Adokar and Christian Welch will be monitored after suffering head knocks last weekend. The Storm have won 12 of their 13 past games at a Suncorp Stadium. And in team news for the Roosters, Jack Friend is back in the starting team with Sam Verrills, who has a ACL, who is out, and Nat Butcher starts at lock for Victor Radley, who also has an ACL. James Tedesco returns from a head knock at fullback, pushing Joseph Manu into centre alongside a returning Josh Morris with Ryan Hall out and Mitch Abusin to the interchange. Paisa Farmasili will come in from the bench on his return from a stint with the Warriors. He was on loan. The Roosters have won three of their past four games in Queensland. So it's third place taking on fourth place. Both teams sitting on 10 points should be a beauty. My pick, however, I'm going to go to the Storm by six points in a tight one, given their record at a Suncorp. And that's it in league news today. Have a great day, everybody. Look out for that game tonight, and we'll see you again tomorrow.
Thank you very much, Stephen, for that uh, NRL update. And don't forget, folks, you are listening to New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, moving on then to America's Cup news. Uh, and it's been positive recently talking about boats getting on the water. Um, but unfortunately, there is some not so good news. There's been an alleged scam um, which uh, has involved the transfer of uh, TV monies uh, to a Hungarian um, bank account uh, by the event arm ACE. Uh, and it uh, looks, it sounds like um, there was an email that changed uh, the uh, bank that came came from uh, externally to change the bank account, um, which made that happen. Uh, so uh, the police are in investigating that. There are another um, other uh, other investigations going on at the moment. Uh, in there, uh, it's all very complicated, folks. Um, so I suggest uh, if you wanted to get a full handle on that, uh, then check out uh, one of the news uh, news websites. But um, yes, uh, it looks like that um, a lot of this has been generated by that leak uh, that um, we talked about uh, the contract that has been removed. Um, because of uh, leaking information, uh, and uh, it sounds like some of it may not be, uh, or well, all of it so may not be entirely um, true. Moving on to the NZNBL, and boy, oh boy, it has been a couple of big nights um, over there. Yesterday, we talked about the Auckland Huskies getting their first ever win over the Taranaki Mountain Airs, um, which uh, unfortunately has come at a cost for them. Um, because their star, Leon Henry, um, has uh, got a one-game ban um, for grabbing um, a rival player um, by the throat. Um, so uh, uh, he has some um, uh, so undue force. I think is the uh, the the, um, uh, the 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 term uh, that happened after um, both players, uh, or Henry and um, Rokuru, um, who he uh, grabbed. Uh, both fell to the floor, um, but there were exchanges afterwards, and uh, Henry obviously took it um, too far. Uh, so he will miss the um, Huskies' next game, um, which uh, is uh, some way off, actually, uh, is on the 5th of July against uh, the Nelson Giants. Last night, though, we had two very, very big results. Um, the Taranaki Mountaineers absolutely dominated the Otago Nuggets, 107 to 81. So bounced back very well from that loss to the Auckland Huskies to beat the previously undefeated um, Otago Nuggets. And that was followed up by another um, big upset with the Manawatu with two Jets beating the Canterbury Rams 108 to 93. The Canterbury Rams were on a three-game winning streak. Um, the Manawatu with two Jets had only won one game um, previously. Uh, so yes, uh, so the, the, the two table toppers um, both came a cropper um, last night. And that means now that every single team has won a game and every single team has lost a game, which shows you how competitive um, this league is. Canterbury Rams do remain top of the table um, with the Targo Nuggets in second. Uh, the Taranaki Mountaineers now are up in third place, uh, having played the most games, five games. They've got three wins um, and two losses. They're followed by the Franklin Bulls on two wins. Manawatu two Jets on two wins, the Auckland Huskies on one, and the Nelson Giants on one. All those teams have played four games so far. Um, this evening, um, we have two more ties. The Otago Nuggets um, against the Franklin Bulls, so they get to uh, uh, try and bounce back from that loss to the 
um, Mountain Airs and the Canterbury Rams facing the Nelson Giants. Uh, they also get the opportunity to bounce back from their loss um, as well. The um, Franklin Bulls currently sat in fourth and Nelson Giants in last. So uh, they'll be looking for upsets yet um, again. You have now started the day the best way up to speed with all the important sports news. Um, don't forget that this weekend uh, that we have Super Rugby Aotearoa uh, and Super Rugby AU is also kicking off. We'll be previewing all of those games at 8 p.m. on Friday evening. Um, and you can get uh, uh, my predictions are already up on drivingmall.com, um, our website um, so have a wonderful day, folks, and don't forget to join Ashwin and the team at 8pm this evening for Swinging from the Hip. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 